0: hi and welcome to another episode of tom Murray's art podcast i'm tom on today's show i meet an artist uh a painter that actually used to live here in madison uh, i've been following them for a while and their work is just uh I, I really like the boldness of it the the shapes and the uh we we actually talk about i, I don't want to spoil it because we actually talk about how the work came about and what it actually represents or what it's based on uh but uh they they recently uh, posted a painting on instagram and i was like oh yeah it's another one of those ones where it's like i meant to talk to this person and when their work pops up i always go oh yeah let me contact them so i did we got together and talked about what they're doing so right now uh we are talking on the show i don't know where i was going with that sentence but now (laughs) here's the show
1: My name is Araceli Zuniga. Um, I am a multidisciplinary artist, although I focus on painting. Um, so I guess I'm a, I'm a painter at heart. That's mainly what I do. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I could talk about my occupations, but I don't know if that's like.
0: Like what you art. do aside from painting? Yeah. Or... Yeah.
1: Because so right now I, I'm a operations uh, manager at a gallery that I work for. What gallery? Uh, Fluxed, so it's F L X S T. Um contemporary. It's a gallery on South Michigan Ave in Chicago.
0: Okay, is that and where you're located right now? Or you're in Chicago.
1: Yeah, I'm in Chicago right now. Okay. Like, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, so I worked there and then uh that's sort of kind of a that was a new upgrade and then uh Yeah, like how recently
0: worked. did you just start there or, or have you been there a while? Yeah,
1: well, almost I've been working there for almost a year now. Um and I started out just as a gallery um assistant and then now I'm a operations manager, which is crazy. <laughs>
0: what yeah, what does that entail? I don't even know what that means. It sounds important, right. but I don't know what that means. I
1: know, right? It sounds totally <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, hold on. Um so I basically um uh, manage art handling. So like if there's if we have a show coming up, I mean I do I wear many hats essentially. Um I'm the director's like second hand guy, but um I do art handling, I talk with curators, um collectors. Um I also ship the work. I do emails, I talk with the artists. Um I also sometimes curate shows. Um a bunch of stuff, just like a lot of that. And then upkeeping the gallery, so like spackling the walls. Really? The walls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You know, you really well, I suppose I mean I guess that would be part of upkeep. Actually, you said so you said you ship the work um now does it is it just paintings like are you shipping sculptures are you shipping like a multitude of things
1: mostly paintings and sculptures and i've done photography too so okay mostly 2d stuff 2d stuff um all right but yeah so now i feel like i'm really actually because I, I graduated in this past may so almost oh, a oh nice yeah uh from the school of the art institute of, school of the art institute of chicago um, and so I feel like I'm kind of really using that degree a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. I got a gallery job right after like, I feel so, you know, it's right.
0: but- You weren't just some, some random person off the street and they gave you a job. You worked for <laughs> it, you know? Yeah, I get it.
1: Show so off. Mo- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that, that's exciting. Yeah. You know, to have that title, I think, but, um, especially after graduating, it's so daunting. Yeah post-graduating like what do you do Mm -hmm. and everyone that graduate after graduating um college goes through that there's like this weird lull period of like I don't even know you know if things aren't sort of figured out right away but um yeah so I'm grateful for that
0: okay now speaking of going to school I mean how did you get started as an artist like what what did you start out as it's always interesting to see the origin stories of like you know now you you said you're painting but did you instantly when you uh, began with art start making yeah. paintings or were you drawing you know were you drawing anime characters? I mean like it, it, actually that's that's an answer I get a lot when I ask people about that. They really? started out drawing anime. Yeah. Um uh, but
1: thing. it's accessible. It's really accessible and you know it's funny is that when that you say that is that um I started out in illustration. So Okay. I guess when I was 4 I started drawing. So that was kind of like what are really the origins of it but yeah, yeah I was uh mainly interested in drawing and illustration-esque work so like
0: yeah like character. what style of illustration uh, what would what would be some of the influence as far as the illustration because that could be a number of things too like I mean there's there's yeah, hand-drawn illustration there's graphic design yeah. illustration like mm-hmm. what what was what was
1: your so, forte yes yeah, so I guess like middle school till high school. And then, I mean, college is sort of when I got into graphic design or um, literally like digital illustration. But in high school, um, I would work. And before that, I'd work just with literally just pencil. Like I was pretty just stuck on drawing. Like I really love drawing um, because you can you can erase, which is like amazing. I mean, because uh, that's Well, I mean, there's a the control
0: learn. Z in graphic design too. I mean, you, have unli- you can erase entire layers without having to do anything. <laughs> that's
1: true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> That's, like, godly. I, yeah. I
0: feel like that's way – like, to me, hand-drawing is, like, ten times more difficult these days.
1: Right. <laughs> Completely. I know, right? The traditional – I know. It definitely is. And it's um, – so this was before I knew you could even do digital drawing. I was so – I don't know. I guess I was kind of – also, my high school didn't have a great art department. but um, Most don't. So, <laughs> yeah, anyway. um, yeah, so drawing – I would draw, honestly, like – I did a lot of, like, world building. Like, I sort of just imagined things. Yeah, like, I really enjoyed creating, like, characters or just, like... um, I really love storytelling um, and having a narrative. So, like, I would draw the same figure or character for maybe a few weeks, months, and then I would sort of move on. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's how I started. I really like... So I paint... I have cats. Sorry. Hold on. That's I right. hate uh, Figurative work is mainly what I is what I focus on. And that's what I've been doing since forever. Like, I just love people um, and humans and just like it's sort of it's a it's popular. It's been popular in like contemporary in the contemporary world forever. Now, like people love figurative work because there's like abstract work. Right. But right. We can just really, obviously, it's like a reflection of ourselves. So, um, yeah, I started out with like character building or just world building and then having these characters and then motifs, like just doing like similar things, like sticking with it for a little while. Okay. Yeah. And then when I went to, I went to UW-Milwaukee Peck School of the Arts for a year. Right. Um, And that's when I started to learn how to do graphic. Like I use Illustrator, like from Adobe Illustrator. Mm Mm-hmm and um yeah that's when i got into that which is great because i'm like wow you can just control z or whatever right. you know, just go back
0: and well and just like, bending things and you can switch them after the fact and yeah, yeah. of course add things on top yeah. of it although i suppose you can with painting too but still not after the fact well
1: right completely it's sort of it's a hard quicker, to explain yeah. <laughs> depends. yeah yeah i know right um But yeah, that's when I got into digital work. Um, But I love illustration. I love illustration. I love when people say they start an anime too, because it's like, it's easy. It's accessible. It's like, it's, you know, that's why people love it. So like,
0: yeah,
1: cartoons too. I love cartoons and things like that. Well,
0: and the fact that in that, I mean, just because my mind for some reason is waxing anime philosophical, but I mean, they also (laughs) with anime, it had a style. It had a design. It looked complex but at the same time, anime also really made use of uh, minimal design, creating yeah. you know form and motion. Like it, the fact that like yeah, fight scenes right. all start out with somebody just going like this, and the background's just repeating. Joo, 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 joo. Yeah, which you makes know? it
1: look like they're moving, right? And like it's that. really yeah.
0: just like that's five minutes of just a, a a thing repeating in the background. It's like a GIF or, or a Jeff or whatever you pronounce yeah, it as. Right. But you know. <laughs> Yeah, and and that's the thing too. Is it's it see it people want to emulate that, and once you figure it out, it's like oh, that's super easy. And then, it, yeah, it's yeah, it completely, completely. I, completely. I, I mean, I've, when, I've, and you
1: you you are still you're an illustration. I mean, you make yeah,
0: comics yeah, yeah. I, it, yeah. and and that's my and me. I'm more of the uh, I, I'm also in the minimal minimalistic style, but mine is more like the, the old school Hanna Barbera style, where it's like you know, make it look cartoony, but also see like how many few drawings can I make, but make it look like, oh, this is, it's doing something, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, and right. there are it's little the tricks place. that really work and it's amazing. And I've, I've used them in cartoons that I've done. And so I've used that, uh, minimalistic style and just like, you know, you draw a shape. Like it, one of the things is like, uh, there, there's a method where it goes, draw a car like just spend as much time as you can drawing a car. Okay. Now spend 10 minutes drawing a car. Okay. Now spend five minutes now spend 30 seconds. And you see like, what's really important to still get the uh, figure and emotion or not emotion, but like the likeness of a car. So it's like, Oh, that's really all it takes as far as cartooning goes.
1: And and I love
0: that. (laughs) And also it's good for me. I know. Right. Well,
1: I'm sure you're familiar with that one. Like the, there's this thing that Picasso did where he drew the, the bull, and mm. then he gave himself less time and it was just like it just went down to like four lines of what a bowl would be. Oh yeah so yeah. So like yeah and it it's a really cool progression but um yeah totally I I think that's so fun like three just a couple things in it you suggest this movement or whatever and, and our brains are like yep got it like that makes sense you know.
0: So. Right funny um, thing is, is when I try to do it on purpose, it's garbage. I don't... Like, if I try not to do it, it's like, oh, there we go. That's right. Okay, it's not right, that hard. Right, right, And then when I, I do go, okay, do it really <laughs> fast, it's like, well, that line's horrible. I know. I
1: um. can't think about it too hard. <laughs> yeah.
0: How, so, how would you explain your work? So, we've talked about, like, how you went into graphic design um, mm-hmm. and you really liked it. But you also, when we started out, said that you're mainly doing painting, which is... Yeah. The work you do is very... Uh, it does it does emulate kind of the vector feel because you have more shapes and yeah, uh, very, objects in different yeah. colors layered on top of each other. But how would you describe your work?
1: Yeah. Um, honestly, right now I would describe it as it's sort of like drawing with painting. Like that's, I think where I, I think I had this sort of moment in school, my last year at school where I was like, Oh yeah, I, I made this painting and, an instructor was like that's gorgeous it's amazing and it wasn't even done i was like this is not finished painting but it's because what she really admired was that i was drawing with painting so like and since i've been drawing my whole life like i do have a good drawing hand um and so i thought i, I think that I, I i honed in on that a little more and um yeah i think they're they're sort of and they're ambiguous i really like um ambiguity like within the figures because i want anyone to be able to relate to them. Because right now I think there's this, and I really like it, I really like where we're in, what, what we're like experiencing right now in terms of like what's um, uh, in the art world, but um, this like hyper specificity of identity. It's like really huge. I'm just seeing a lot of that in painting and I love it. But I think for me, I really just love having the figures be ambiguous. like. And sort of, there's not much of like a gender either. It's just people. It's just people. And um, the idea of like what a person is and, um, and yeah, color is a big thing too. I love color. Uh, So that I'm just looking at a painting right now is because I have one hung up on the wall. Is there a particular
0: um, color that you gravitate towards or that you use as a main theme or is it just a different color each time? There is. Okay.
1: I thought so, but I
0: didn't want to assume.
1: I know which I've noticed it's not I don't even do it on purpose it just happens but um pinks blues and greens like yeah on on the lighter side um I do like what red. I'm in. I'm in a red phase. I wasn't a red phase.
0: That's why I asked because I noticed some of your more recent ones have have red in them, and red, I didn't know if yeah. you were doing. And we had discussed Picasso before, so I wasn't sure if you were going through. You right, were you testing bet, out different periods. Period. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> completely. I definitely had a red period. That was over the summer. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then uh, now I'm I'm sort of back in this like they're uh, playful color. They're playful colors. Um and that that too is my work's very childlike i'd like to say like it's this is playful expression yeah um and with just in color and how i even paint um and i use modeling paste to create a lot of texture too and so so? even just the surface is yeah the surface is sort of um interesting as well Uh, but yeah i just mix it with the paint like i just sort of i have acrylic And I get modeling paste and I mix them together and I literally paint like a child. Like, it's like, I just go for it. Like, that's why it feels so.
0: Okay. Well, what made you think to use that? Is that a technique that's known or is that like, how did you come about that technique?
1: Yeah. So actually, um, I had a a peer of mine who was explaining how she made her surfaces. Um, Her name's Ella. um, And she says she uses modeling paste. Her surfaces are way different than mine. Like they're just they're thick. They're thick because modeling paste okay. is like a thick acrylic, basically. Um, so it so gives it this like viscosity. There's this um, yeah viscosity and body to it. And um, I was like, what is? I want to be curious, so I bought a gallon of it. All right. And I just started using it. And yeah, I mix it with the paint. It's it's very. It's just it's super thick, so you can just see where I'm brushing, which yeah. I think is fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's how I Yeah, yeah. So, um a lot of moving parts. But yeah, basically I love like like this childlike expression of people and, and intimacy and relationships. Like right now I'm really in this moment of I started with childhood being like the the root of my work, which it still kind of is, but it's sort of expanded now into relationships and intimacy and closeness and like vulnerability. Um those, that's like the bigger idea that I'm really interested in. Um, but yeah, that's, that's sort of, that's like what my work is about essentially. Okay. And then it fluctuates. Like right now I'm really into uh luchadores, which are. I was
0: wondering, because I was, I was noticing the masks and then some of them even had like a symbol on the head. And I wasn't sure if that's what it was supposed to be, or also it's still the shapeless yeah. figure. So I wasn't sure if that's right. what it was leaning towards.
1: Okay. Yeah. So now there's a, Exactly. There's more this, like, there is some specificity now with like, my figures. And because and, I thought, um, you know, that they're already, it seems like they're wearing these bodysuits. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what if I just made them a little more human? And, like, you know, there's cutouts now. So it's like, oh, there's a person underneath that. Um, and
0: I just, well, love, also like, with a lot of the grappling, that's why I got that too, is because you'll, but they're not necessarily grappling grappling as if they're wrestling or anything
1: uh yeah right Right. yeah okay yeah so right now yeah the one I just posted the one I just made um the painting I made yeah they're still like kind of childlike they're not like buff men you know what I Mm -hmm. mean like but they sort of have the the similar similarities of like luchadores which like the, the suits um and again they're still like kind of ambiguous like you can't really define what you're seeing which I like because it leaves room for people to 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 make their own conclusions, um, but yeah. So uh, I'm actually working on two big ones, right? Two big paintings right now, which are a little, even more specific to Luchadores. But um, yeah, it's just, it, it, I was, cause I, I sort of went through a period in the summer where I didn't know what to make. I was like, I don't know. Like I'm sort of, uh, I, I had no ideas and that happens. And I was just living life, working, paying bills. <laughs> And then um, I I needed money. So I I asked folks on my Instagram, like, if you want a drawing, hit me up. This is how much it is, and I'll uh, mail it to you. And a lot of people actually reached out, which I'm so grateful for. Um, But that's when I started to draw the Luchadores, like, a lot more, when I really paid attention to it, because I'm really in this, like, Luchadores, I'm, like, really in it right now. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So I made all these drawings. And I was like, let me just start painting them. Like, let me just like actually really get into it because that's why I, I start with drawing. Before I paint, I typically start with the drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, loose, nothing too crazy. And so now I'm. That's then I made the painting of the the one I recently made. Um, that was like the first one of like, okay, these are luchadores. That is where I'm where I'm heading right now. So that's sort of the direction I'm in, and um, I'm really enjoying it. It's fun. It's okay. exciting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you were talking
0: about the process of starting it. So like what, I guess, what is the process? I mean, that's, that's something that always, I mean, there's a different answer for everybody, but when you create a project, it starts from somewhere and sometimes it's going to be a gigantic thing. Sometimes it's a small thing. Sometimes it's a illustrated thing, hand-drawn. Completely. Yeah. So what would you say is uh, if you had to summarize kind of like the process of how you start a project? I mean, you, you kind of started with saying you'll do a drawing first to kind of think about it. Right, so I'll
1: do, yes. So typically, you know, if I were to really make, like, speedline this process, it would be that I would research something that interests me. It has to excite me. That's the thing. I think with any artist, like, if it's not exciting you, it's going to be hard to, like, work with it, um, an idea. And I've been sitting on this Luchador one for at least six months before it really came into fruition. Um, and so the right time kind of hit, I mean, I, it started out with the drawings, um, that is pretty consistent throughout, like whenever I do have a project.
0: Were you using any, uh, any particular sort of like wrestler or anything in, as a reference (laughs) or like pictures or time periods of the, the type of,
1: I, Yeah, I was, I was using, um, for the drawings that I did that I sent out, um, I was using specific images of certain luchadores. Like there's one, um, I did like, yeah. Like I researched images of luchadores from the, um, like I think eighties and nineties. Um, and there's like El Santo, Mil Mascaras, um, there's a few of them. Um, those two are like really popular, and, um, I mean, the images are just great. They're so dynamic. Yeah. That's why I really enjoyed them. But, um, so I make the drawing and, um, then I, everything else, color, um, colors made up on the spot. I don't think about color that much. That's the kind of thing when we were talking about the drawing, like, you, like, if you think about it, if you try too hard, it's sort of just like, yeah, you know, um, sometimes it can get lost, Right. but color, I, I just wing it. And then I know there's gonna be changes with um, even the figures. I'm like, this is a loose idea. I Because what also is exciting about it that I learned in school is, I mean, there's for me, what works for me is that I don't plan too far ahead because I want the painting to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of an exciting, it's like a back and forth, it feels like. Because then I'm surprised with the painting. I'm like, oh, this is what would look better actually. This is what would work. And those moments are really exciting. But um yeah, so then I, I i paint it, use the modeling paste, uh, and then you know, there's I look there's a lot of looking. There's so much time that's spent just looking at it. And that's part of the process. Like I used to hate it because I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just it seemed kind of passive. Okay. But it's so integral to the process of a good painting. Like so this one that I've finished recently i mean it took me a couple months like which is a slow that's pretty slow for painting i mean for some people i guess i don't know because in school they try to i mean you're just pumping out paintings so like now okay. that i'm taking all this time yeah um it feels a lot slower but so looking. And I'm looking and then i make it's a lot of problem solving that's the process um so within while i'm looking i'm figuring out okay that doesn't look good that doesn't look good now I sort of sit with it. And I'm like, well, would look good, mm-hmm. you know? Um, sometimes, there have been times where I use Photoshop to put something in the painting without committing. Okay. Yeah. Seeing if it works. And then yeah. whatever. That's a really, that's a good tool to use. How,
0: like you would take a photo of the painting, import it, and then do something to it in Photoshop?
1: Yes. Like okay. draw. That makes sense.
0: It. I get that. Yeah. All right. Yeah that's actually not a bad idea. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a, a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's so simple. It's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know. All right. I know. It's, a, it's like, I have this tool. Let me use it. It's like, uh
0: uh-huh. you know, and, and it really uh, takes little to no effort to just import a photograph. Into it. No effort, yeah. and
1: I don't have to paint on the damn thing and, and then regret it. You yeah. Know? It's like, oh, I like that. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. I do like, I've done that a couple times and then I do the problem solving, which just resolve the, whatever problem issue I had and then um yeah and then knowing when a painting's done is is sort of I think really particular to each person but I think for me it's when there's just nothing it just there's a it's a feeling I don't know, it just feels right I guess uh there's the there's a flow to it compositionally everything's good. It's almost like a check, like I check everything off. I'm like there's nothing else that's bugging me. Mm-hmm. If there's something that's bugging me, it's not done yet.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I just like the way you said it. If there's something that's bugging me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that and then Ta-da. And then okay. that's it. That's sort of, so you don't yeah. have
0: the syndrome that like can happen, or it, it. sounds like you you know when uh, to end a lot of the problems, and I have this problem as well. Is there's the there's the there's a reason there's a term you have to take the brush out of your hand eventually, you know, to stop, right. you know, which is right. just like keep working on it, and all of a sudden it's like you went too far. Um, yeah,
1: right. Overworking yeah. something that is something I've struggled with actually. Okay. Yeah. Um.
0: It sounds and, like it, well, at least it sounds like part of your process. You're involving like, okay, and then you know when it's done as long as this isn't bugging you. Yeah, so yeah,
1: right. As long as there's not something I'm like that looks weird. Yeah. And if there's none of that, we're good. I think we're in the clear. But um, yeah, I guess I ha- I used in school there were moments where it's confidence. I mean, you you can tell when there's confidence in a piece. I think um, and when someone isn't sure of themselves, mm-hmm. and I think. Like, I'm still figuring that out. And I think in school, that's when I learned, like, just being around my peers, too. Like, it's you have to be sure of yourself in the decisions you make for the painting um, or the piece, whatever you're working on. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think. Yeah, because I also a big thing, too, that this is like a weird tip, but okay. or something that I was told people tend to overwork like right in the middle, a lot of a painting, obviously like that's, that's like where someone you can tell where someone's really like just too much, like where people could tend to overwork it okay. rather than like the corners, which makes a lot of sense. I think cause we sort of like, ah, corners, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So I try to keep that in mind too, as I'm like, I'm like, Oh, and there's also people like turn their work upside down. That's a big thing Oh yeah, to see. Yeah. You see, and you notice different things. Um, I don't do that quite as much, but that is something else that um, I've heard people do. I've done that when I
0: try to do actual figure drawing, not cartoon figure drawing, and I'll turn it upside down and I'm like, oh, this body is not in proportion. (laughs) yeah it's like wait that leg is like you know about Looks two weird. feet longer than it should be yeah it's it really it really does make a difference like turn it, it does. right side up and it's like that seems perfectly normal but just all
1: exactly it, huh, yeah I I've know. done that a
0: few times but also I don't do as much actual figure drawing anymore now everything it's like it's okay if the arm is you know
1: just like, outstretched know, right? like yeah.
0: yeah yeah it's it's supposed to be that's a feature not a bug
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a feature not a bug <laughs> But That's intentional. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: the, the current painting that you have, how, how large is this painting? Like how, what scale are you normally painting in?
1: So I, um, uh, mainly I like to paint big. Okay. The one I just finished is on the smaller side. I think it's like 28 by 36.
0: The, the smaller uh, side. Get out of here. Really? Are, are you saying feet or inches?
1: Interest, interest.
0: Okay, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You have tall ceilings from what I'm seeing I in the video there, so I don't know.
1: Good. We have big ceilings. Yeah, <laughs> I can go tall.
0: I don't know if you have um, a warehouse studio somewhere where you're doing yeah. this stuff.
1: <laughs> Eventually, that'd be nice. I paint. I still just paint in my apartment, which okay. Is a hassle, but we make it work. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, they're they're on the bigger side. Okay. Uh, like I love. I mean, uh, four by five feet. Maybe. Okay. Like that's like a nice size um
0: it's still pretty good size yeah
1: it's a yeah it's big yeah um but painting small kind of taught me a lot too um you just yeah it's just a different way of painting right i'm not doing this mm-hmm. right i'm like doing this which is like it informs it tells you it teaches you a lot i think so but yeah that's this i do enjoy like a bigger painting um because it I feel like there's more of a way you could relate yourself to the work, especially cause they're figures. So it's like, Oh, this is a life-size person, if not bigger, a little mm-hmm. bigger, but so sort of, it makes you feel interesting like your body relating to the painting. Um, I do like that effect.
0: Okay. So, well, yeah. This, this brings up another question that I thought of too, now that you've said that you do most of this work in your, in your place um, mm-hmm. and with them being larger sized, what do you do with them when you're done? Uh, how yeah. are you storing these things? What, yeah. Like what's, I mean, what's the plan for like how you uh, catalog and keep these paintings and, Completely. and are you selling them on top of that? Uh, you know, so what's, yeah. what, if I just asked you three questions. I suppose I'll Either, just wait for the answers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so storing them. Yeah. So it's funny. I, I, the paintings, the big ones that just started a great way to make big work without having to to like spend a lot of the mo- all the money on stretcher bars, which I could learn how to make, which would be cheaper. But I don't like woodworking. But <laughs> I, <laughs> okay, I paint. I paint on the floor. Like I, they're unstretched. Oh, all right. And so I can roll them up, um, which makes moving them around a lot easier. Ah. Um, you can kind of see in my background; they're in my room, the big paintings. Okay, really-
0: in the corner there, yeah. I see. Them. I just pointed at them with my mouse, like anybody's yeah. gonna see that. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um my stepdad does that which is funny but <laughs> and then i have two in my closet on their sides because those are big those are like four by five feet um so they're just in my room <laughs> you know i once and if i keep making i'm gonna have to eventually have a place to put them because like i have a lot of work i mean event you know it starts building up uh and then yes if i if i'm selling i think that was the next question yeah yeah i am they are uh for sale okay <laughs> it's hard because they're big and i know that's it's harder to sell big work because it's like where can you fit it in your house you know that's typically right. collectors are like we don't have a ton of wall space mm-hmm. but um that's something i'm trying to really actually consider is not painting huge all the time because for them to be acquired it's like a little more work um but i love big. i just love painting big mm-hmm. but yeah they are um definitely for sale and uh, um, well, how yeah.
0: how are you selling them? Uh, how do you go about doing that?
1: So, right now, I'm sort of represented by. Oh, okay. Flux. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Say yeah. the name again. I, I, I we spoke over each Flux. other when you said that, and I want to make sure that they yeah. get it. Uh, the promotion right, in there. Right.
1: So, so I'm represented. I'm basically represented by Flux Gallery which, okay. or Contemporary, which is a gallery I work at um and so the way that works is that you would acquire it through the gallery and then they would figure out we figure out shipping and like how to get it to you um all that stuff and so that's kind of how it works if you're not represented like certain works i could just like uh the red paintings some of them were acquired by people that I just know. And they're like, hey, can I get this? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And so then...
0: Right. Okay, so you, you still know. do have the freedom to be able to just make the decision yourself. I, I guess yeah. I never knew when you're represented. I didn't know how much that entailed. Completely. Okay. So,
1: yeah, it's sort of like some pieces. It depends. It's a conversation you have with like the gallery director or the gallery owner. It's like yeah, which works are under, the con- under a contract or which works will the gallery be... Um, responsible for like selling and um, so it's not all your work it doesn't have to be all your work so because the the little I mean they're like low they're like 11 by 14 Um, I just kind of made those uh, as like a side project and um, yeah so then people sometimes people just reach out and they're like hey can I get this and so then yeah it's like super It's like a chill thing, like yeah, like a trade, you know. But um, yeah, so there's both, right? It's like the gallery, and then also myself. I can also just like sell work myself.
0: Okay, I I was curious if you had a store set up. Also, does the does Flux have a store, or is it mainly the people coming into the gallery?
1: Yeah, they do. Um, They do actually have. Well, they're on Artsy too, but um, typically, I think for the most part, you contact the gallery, and like they on their website, you see like what work we have and then you contact them and be like I'm interested in this piece and um and then that's how it kind of it goes from there but um there is a store too I do have a drawing I think on there still but okay. yeah they also have a store yeah all
0: right and yeah <laughs> when did you start showing your work publicly i mean in the sense of like putting it out there under the guise of it being an art showing, not just like, right. Hey, I drew something, check this out. I, I mean like actually mm-hmm. whether it be a market or, uh, maybe some sort of gallery show or was it yeah. just when you were doing it in school? I mean, was that the first time? When did you start doing that?
1: Completely. Um, I started around, I think it was 2019. Okay. That's when I started doing, um, I was selling prints of my digital work that's at art fairs or art markets. Um, Like, I, I did one at the Overture Center, um, the Latino Arts Fair, I think it was. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, that's when I did. Um, but, so that's where it started, where I really was, like, yeah, I'm selling my work, besides just, like, sharing what I'm making. Um, 2019, yeah, in Madison. So that's where it all you know, right. all started. And then I, I was showing, I have stuff at um, Prince, too, at um, uh, uh, Communication. Okay. So, Yeah. Shout out, Jenny. Um, and then from there, I returned to school, and um, which was SAIC. That's when I transferred to SAIC 2020, right when COVID started, which was like, oh, God, that was the whole thing. Um, so I wasn't selling anything. I wasn't like, that's when I was really building a body of work, when I was like, okay, yeah, like, what is it that I'm making? Because I'm kind of, I like to say multidisciplinary, because I literally have done everything, like, sculpture digital work painting graphic design um performance i've done performance Hmm. um but yeah and and because i started out with with selling prints and i think that's still a really important part of my practice is like illustration i think that's still very much there so um yeah and now now it's like i have painting so i'm i'm like yeah, this is what I'm making. This is what people can can acquire from me is paintings and drawings. I still draw. I love a good drawing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: And what are some of the things you've learned over this period of putting your stuff out there? And uh, I mean, God, it's it feels so weird to ask. It's It doesn't seem that long ago, but I mean, you've clearly achieved a no. lot over this period of time. So yeah, <laughs> what are some of the things you learned when you started doing this?
1: Yeah, oh, geez. Um, so much. I mean... Pricing—that's still something I'm like learning. Is like, how do you price your work? Because it's your worth. It's it's labor. It's your creative. Like your creative. Yeah. Do you have also. like a
0: calculation or something, or how? I guess that's a good question. <laughs> Not really? No. Okay.
1: I mean, so there is. It's sort of based off of what you have sold in the past. Like mm-hmm. once you have sold something, that is what you can work off of, right? Okay. Um. And I've learned a lot too, just working under um the gallery director flux jan um just learning a lot about like how do you um price work and so that's something i'm i'm still learning but i have a little more of a uh, an understanding of it and um god what else um what people i mean how people approach you to get your work too i guess that's sort of something like i just love that like there is a sort of fluidity with like if I say I mean I could be a little more vocal with like oh this is what is I have up for like acquisition or just like things that I'm selling um because it's really nice that just like friends or like is there anything I could get like it's just sweet people are really really sweet of like wanting to get work for me and um and I try to make it really like accessible still that's a big thing I think even just like in all aspects of my practice accessibility is really important to me so okay like the little drawings like people that can't afford to get a huge ass painting in their room i'm sorry sport (laughs) that's Um, okay (laughs) okay great (laughs) um they they can get a six by four drawing and it's like no problem and it's by me and it's like you know and i really love that i want to keep that in my practice is like i'm not just going to only make huge paintings that are X amount of money that you know is inaccessible like I want to make sure I'm still making things that everyone can get Um,
0: well and and even the uh, prints that you spoke of is a way to hey I love this big painting but you could also make a print of it it
1: completely yeah Yeah. I mean it's a lot
0: of I mean that's the reason that I mean like people in their dorm have Mona Lisa. I mean, you know, that's yeah, on a poster. Completely. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, it's, it's exactly. what I'm getting exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which I love. And you know, it's, it's yeah. Like you go to the museum and you can get like a little, you can get a print of, uh, right. Hollywood that's what Hollywood. I
0: was trying to think of. I was trying to think of a better way, but for some reason I went in a dorm and I'm like, when's the last time I was in a dorm? It's been years. <laughs> like I know place? anything about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a common place in the dorm, right? Yeah. yeah that's where it um, yeah, completely. So that's something I, I I think I've learned, too, is to just keep things accessible. Um, yeah. I do love it. I just love it. And um, yeah, just honestly, and also just being like authentic with my like, it's not about like people getting the work like or, you know, buying the work. It's obviously like I wouldn't be doing it if it. that's not a good reason to do something, I think. But like it doesn't yeah, hurt it, either, though. <laughs> does, does not hurt.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean that is there is there is a way to uh, ride the the common ground on it uh, because it there is, is it is good to be appreciated for the work you do, but at the same time, it, you don't want to just be pumping stuff out, going like, "We need to sell these hot dogs or whatever." Com- you, to, you know, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah, I agree with you. There's there's always a balance, and I think like it is actually important to consider that because how. You know that's kind of how the world works right now mm-hmm. but um yeah just like also that's something on that it's yeah i don't want to there was there were moments where i'm like i'm just making stuff like it's, it actually doesn't feel like it's really true to what i want to make like yeah. just make so that's something too, and then you can see it in the work i mean that then it, i at least i can if you have an eye like if there's a certain eye i think artists have where it's like ah uh, you know Maybe that, you know, I, could, I was rushing this or something, but.
0: Um, well, and the yeah. thing too, it, to elaborate on that, because I would say <laughs> my, the stuff that I make uh, musically and artistically yeah. are stuff that appeal to uh, 1% of probably just me, you know, not 1% of me, but like I'm the 1% of people that are like, I make it for me. This is what I'm interested in. I know what the backstory is. Absolutely. And, if people do see something and if they stick around long enough, they get it. But at first glance, it's like, it's very witty. Yeah. Especially with the fact that I do a diary comic, it's like you jump in, in the middle and it's like, what this, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And then with the music I do, it's like an abstract of abstract music that I'm into, but you Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's, and it's all that kind of stuff, but it's the same thing. Like I know what I could do. That would be really popular. I could do meme based comics, and oh, I've tried doing right. them, <laughs> and I have, and they've been people have liked them, and I'm like, yes. And <laughs> I, the entire time I was drawing it, I was going, "When am I going to be done drawing this? Is this finished?" Like exactly. I was sick of doing it as I was doing it.
1: No, completely like, right? Because you're not being like true to your to yourself, and like right. that that makes yeah, completely right. If you're thinking that, it's like that's a great sign that like you know, yeah, there's uh, it's not what you really want to be doing. And I think yeah, that's true. I um, I think that's great, and it's just. Then the right people go to you, though, you know, when you're just really doing what you do. Right.
0: And that's kind of what I was getting at is like if people get it or they see something in it or like, maybe this is what I think it is because it's what they're looking for. There are people out there like I was looking for it. That's why I tried to create it. You were looking for what you were painting. That's why you created it. That's the reason we can is because we can create that. So somebody else must like it too. If I'm looking for it, I can't be the only one. There are entire corners of the internet based on like different weird things that people are into. And then when you discover it, you're like, holy crap, these people like this stuff too. It's not just me annoying my friends. <laughs> who don't get no, really,
1: it. it it's so gratifying it's really yes gratifying. i agree you know? yeah well i love that and
0: on that uh case uh do you have anything that you're working on right now or projects coming up in the future or something that you'd like to tell us about
1: yeah so um okay i have i'm gonna be in a group show at fluxed april 7th um that's coming up it's like a sort of a it's a mini show of sorts um okay coinciding yeah it's coinciding with a a a solo show opening that we're having of um
0: and to clarify just because at an art gallery you never know when you say mini show it is you mean like it's not gonna be one of their bigger events it's not going to be you walk in and it's a bunch of miniatures
1: no right right so because it could be that
0: i have seen that so i just wanted to clarify yeah yeah
1: right it's mini work yeah okay no so it's a it's a small. It's sort of like a pop up show okay. that we're having. That we're having while there's a, a, a solo opening um, in this room that we built in the gallery. So it's kind of an intimate space. Um, it's mostly smaller work though. Not it's not many, but smaller. Definitely smaller. All right. But yeah, that's happening April seventh, and then um, I um, I'm showing right now actually in Milwaukee. Um, I saw that. In, Yeah, and a group show uh, um, uh, called In Limbo at Evil Twins Gallery. And then, um, what else is upcoming? Oh, man. I mean, I'm working on some really exciting stuff. But it's sort of like still, you know, on the down low. Okay. Yeah, so... That's about it right now though. I'm just kind of working. Yeah.
0: I'm good. All right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then if people want you? what do you have
0: going on? <laughs> I'm just talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. So, uh, yeah. you know, but, uh, and if people wanted to see more of your stuff, where would you suggest they go do that?
1: Um, so Instagram is the hotspot. Uh, my, um, what is it? My at, is This Is Not Araceli, which is I – it is, but um, that's the name. And then, uh, yeah, that's typically where I post stuff and where I share things. I also have a website, and it's called uh, sleeplesstransgressor.com. Um, and, yeah, that's where you can find most of, like, what I'm doing and stuff. So Great.
0: All right. Well, yeah. I want to thank you so much for talking with me today. This was a lot of thank fun.
1: Thank you, Tom. You're so fun.